At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play this is rush hour with danny burke on vsin the sports betting network welcome in folks to another edition of rush hour presented by bet rivers i'm danny burke your host and we are insanely excited for tonight i mean how could you not be look we almost could have had duke and kansas but we still had a great duke and north carolina game and now you get the red hot tar heels going up against arguably of course the best team of the country in kansas so which one is going to prevail well we'll have plenty of guests on to help us decipher that because in 15 minutes to begin things really we'll be joined by will hill host of the new york city cast and not only will he have action in tonight's college hoops game but he will also talk some baseball futures yes we'll squeeze in a little bit of mlb as Opening day is almost upon us, so 15 minutes. We'll get some college basketball and some baseball from our guy, Will. Then 30 minutes from now, Jeff Parles will be hopping on. Look, I'm going to be claiming Jeff is a little bit of good luck. I know him and I have been on similar plays and knock on wood a little bit, but he's been doing really solid. So we'll see what Jeff is riding with tonight for the overall game and rifling through some props with Jeff in 30 minutes. Then 45 minutes from now, Adam Burke in his typical Monday slot. Of course, national championship bets. We'll see if he's got any more baseball, but also maybe a little bit of Masters discussion with Adam at the end of the show. But we will begin things giving my two cents of this game. So we've talked about Kansas a lot. Naturally, we talked about UNC along the way. But now we finally know they are squaring off. Let me give you my thoughts, tell you how I'm approaching it, and let's see where this market has moved here at Bet Rivers. So the original line specifically at Bet Rivers 
actually was pretty bullish on this Kansas squad. So four and a half is where the opener was. You saw it tick down to four where it currently stands. If you look at the juice, though, it is on Kansas laying four. Minus 112 are the odds. UNC, if you want to take the four, it's minus 108. Moneyline has the Jayhawks, minus 205. And the Tar Heels catching plus 160. Total open 152.5. Very high, but we've seen high-scoring games come out of this UNC squad. It's dipped down a little bit now at 151.5, pretty much minus 110 each way. Now, when I look to handicap a lot of college basketball games that I'll throw out as best bets, and obviously we're narrowed down to one game here, I like the reference Greg Hoops-Peterson, Beeson's college basketball expert, considering he handicaps every single game and makes his own lines. So Greg, for this game, made Kansas a five-point favorite in the total set at 149. So Greg, with this line at four, would certainly lay the points with Kansas, and with the total as high as 151 in the hook, would be looking toward the under. Furthermore, a guy that pretty much everybody who bets college basketball references is Ken Palm. And Ken Palm allegedly has Kansas winning by six points. 80 to 74 is the score. And he has Kansas ranked as the third best team in his uh, list of everything just stacked among each other. And then North Carolina at 16. So that's good news, at least in terms of where I'm sitting on this game. If you've listened to shows in the past, I got a futures ticket on the Jayhawks. I stand to win a couple other brackets. So I'm all in on Kansas for this game. But of course, you don't really care about that. You care about just the betting odds for this specific game. And I get why the initial movement would go toward the Tar Heels from four and a half down to four. Because let's be honest, this has been the hottest team in the tournament with a little bit of a tougher path to get here as opposed to Kansas. But honestly, I'm not really buying into that argument into how this is going to shape this game. You could say, oh, they've been chiseled by the adversity going through the tournament, beating Duke, beating Baylor, the number one seed in overtime. You know what? I think you get built up for what you do throughout the course of the season and obviously what happens in the tournament, but I would rather have the team I am vouching for to have kind of a simpler path to get here as opposed to the Tar Heels. North Carolina is coming off of the most important game up to date against Duke in their program's history, right? I mean, the storylines around that, the fact that it never happened, the biggest rivalry in college basketball, you defeated Coach Kane his final home game, and then you eliminated him in his final college basketball game. That was such an emotionally high game, and to only get one day off and be asked to perform once again right back after against another top team, that's a tall order for these kids. And furthermore, you got Baycott, who, yes, was injured, came back, but we don't really know how limited or what his potential could be for this game. We know he's going to play, but how efficient and valuable can he actually be? Now, in the moment, after he's hurting his ankle, I mean, he's got the adrenaline flowing, right? It's a little bit easier to go right back into the game, I would feel like, as opposed to waiting a day. The swelling gets up a little bit more, so then it starts to bruise, starts to hurt, starts to ache. So we don't know what his impact after having time to kind of digest. We don't know what it's going to be right out of the gates against this Kansas team that has some tough bigs themselves, especially in McCormick. That's a big reason for Kansas and their success and the fact that they've made it this far. So for me, North Carolina is really just coming off this emotional roller coaster and to be asked to do it again at now the biggest stage, that's really tough, especially for these kids who, of course, not all are going to be successful in the NBA, but Kansas seems like because they haven't had as difficult of a path, I think that that bodes more in the favor 
of the Jayhawks here. Look, beating Villanova, yes, on the box score and in the stat sheet, it looked very impressive, and it was, don't get me wrong, and it helps that Villanova was missing their second leading score, but Villanova made spurts in that game. It wasn't a complete breeze for this Kansas squad. They had to stay up with the lead, which is very hard to do in college basketball specifically, but they were able to maintain it. And I get it, there were some easier spots. Miami, they blew them out pretty much, but they were down at half, so they had to battle back. And then Providence kept it close. Creighton had a decent effort. And then he blew Texas Southern away. But I don't really care about the paths getting here in terms of it being easier for Kansas. I think that benefits them in this specific spot. Whereas I wouldn't want to be backing this North Carolina team that just had the ultimate game against Duke just a night ago. Right? To do it again, like I've been saying, it just seems very, very difficult. But let's see what the stats tell us for this game. Now, Kansas has been a prolific offense as of this point. In the tournament, they're averaging about 77 points per game on 47% shooting from the floor from three-point land, or about 41%, which is incredible. Uh, free throw, 69%, no bueno, but they actually were knocking them down against the Wildcats. They're getting over 19 free throw attempts per game. They average 1.27 points per shot, which is eighth in the tournament. Defensively, their opponent's only getting about 61 points per game. They rebound the ball 42 times per contest, turn the ball over about 9.3 times the last three games. As for the Tar Heels, they've been scoring more, 82.2 points per game, but they've been shooting less efficiently, 44% from the floor, which still is really solid, but Kansas has just been that much better. They're shooting just 36% from three. Remember, Kansas is at about 41%. A little bit better free throw shooting team, 71% in comparison to Kansas at 69%. But UNC does attempt more free throws at 22.2 per game. They're 1.28 points per shot, which is seventh compared to 1.27. So they're pretty similar in that regard. Uh, defensively, their opponents getting over 68 points per game. They do get more rebounds, 48.2. Certainly Baycott has a lot to do with that. What is his status going to be? How is he actually going to show out and perform? That's a big question. They turned the ball over 8.7 times the last three games. So honestly, you could look at these stats and go, hey, I, you know, North Carolina looking like they're pretty solid here. So I, I get it. I don't hate the idea of taking the points with North Carolina if I weren't already involved in this game in terms of me sweating out Kansas. You could say, well, Danny, are you going to hedge then with North Carolina plus 160? And for my specific case, and I won't go too much into it, I talked about it on the Chicago City cast earlier today, but in some of how these brackets play out, you know, the second place, they'll get some money. And for me, at least, the second place would cover if North Carolina were to win. And I'm sure some people are in a similar standpoint to where, hey, you need Kansas, but if they don't win, maybe you could come in second, you'll still get a payout, and that could cover an initial investment from a futures play. So I talked to some people who are in a similar boat, and that's why I'm just going to let this Kansas play just ride out right now because I do think they're the better team and if they do lose then I would still get a payout in a bracket for example and that's kind of the cool thing about March Madness is that you can get those other available payouts but if you didn't have that option if you just had the future on Kansas up to this point then yes absolutely look to hedge a little bit with North Carolina considering they are the underdog and you can get them at plus 160. But again, I think this Baycott injury could become a big factor. I think the adrenaline helped them out returning into that game. Doesn't mean he's going to be 100% even if he's going. We don't know how efficient it could be. And then also, like we said, I mean, are they due for regression here? They were a very volatile team coming into the tournament. 
but they had the capabilities of scoring. Why we like them over Baylor, why they beat Baylor, why they've had this stretch is because they can hang with everyone, and they have pretty much had to play perfect in almost every single game. And the fact they held on against Baylor, for example, in that overtime game was a testament to this Tar Heels team. But I think that regression is going to come against a top-tier team of the Jayhawks that really have had a very favorable path coming into this spot, which I think is going to bode well for them. And again, you know, this Kansas team loves shooting from deep. They're shooting over 41%, or they're shooting right at 41% from beyond the arc. Now, this year altogether, UNC ranks 200th in three-point defense. Their opponents making 34% of them. The last three games have been limiting them to 27%, but I think that's going to change with this Kansas team coming into the mix. So, again, I like Kansas. I would lean still, despite everything I've said and how I'm approaching it. I do think Kansas laying four would be the right move. North Carolina can shoot the ball well enough to where you could probably get a better number if you want to go money line. In terms of the total... I would probably lean over, but I'm not really in love with anything one way or the other. But an angle I think you should consider is perhaps Kansas on the first half money line, minus 167 at Bet Rivers. Kansas has led in every single first half except for that Hurricanes matchup where they were down 35-29. to 29. Otherwise, the Jayhawks have come out firing for the most part. And because of what I said about how high emotionally that game was, for North Carolina against Duke, and because of the injuries, maybe the Tar Heels come out a little bit rusty. Kansas, more time to rest. They got out of there injury-free, it seems. So I think Kansas could come out firing. Consider the Jayhawks on the first half, minus 167. That's a play I'm going to take a little bit of piece of as well. But we'll continue more conversation into this game naturally for the rest of the show. Jeff Harles, Will Hill, and Adam Perk joining us. But not only can you get more access for all these guys in college basketball, you can get some action with baseball. And our all-digital MLB guide is available now at BSIN.com. It's only 19 bucks. You get coverage on the Masters and the NFL Draft as well. So make sure you check it out at BSIN.com slash spring. More college hoops coverage coming next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare zumo play is your destination for endless entertainment with a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels movies and full tv series you'll easily find something to watch right away and the best part it's all free love music get lost in the 90s with iheart 90s dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iheart radio music channels no logins no signups no accounts no hassle so what are you waiting for start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and google play stores today all you can stream with zumo Play. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Rush Hour on VSN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered because Bet Rivers has launched a series of city cats that are designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. And if you didn't know, well, you've got city cats available in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, 
Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. So make sure you subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get them available and to get hooked up with multiple episodes a week and great local sports betting content. Alrighty, welcome back into the mix. The show is Rush Hour. I'm Danny Burke, your host. And as always, we are live out of the Bet River Sportsbook here in Des Plaines, Illinois. Excited for a very eventful night. And to get more information surrounding just that, we're going to welcome on Will Hill, host of the New York City Cast, and a man I know loves betting college basketball and some baseball, which we'll talk about in a second. But, Will, we see this line having Kansas as a four-point favorite. Totals come down just a tad bit to 151 in the hook. How are we approaching this game from your viewpoint tonight? Yeah, I really wish those four and a halfs would pop up because I lean North Carolina. It's not a huge bet, you know, not a big bet at all, but uh, I just think they do a couple things really well. I think they keep opponents off the free throw line, and they really clean up the glass. They don't give up any second chance or very few second chance opportunities. I mean, Duke is just an incredible team in terms of rebounding. They're athletes, five number one picks uh, between Williams and Bonchero and all these guys. UNC out-rebounded them 50-41, to 41, and they out-rebounded them Coach K's final home game. Uh, to me, North Carolina is just outstanding, uh, cleaning up the glass. And, and those two guys, Baycott and Manick, uh, they're just enormous, not only rebounding, but setting screens. Uh, love has played out of his mind. And they have just an elite defender uh, there in Leaky Black that can, you know, really do a good job of, of limiting some of this skill here for Kansas. Uh, I think it'll be a good game. Uh, you know, would I be shocked if Kansas won? No, I'd probably lean that direction. You know, no spread uh, involved. I'd probably lean towards a Kansas win. But I think four is significant. Again, if you can wait, maybe get a four and a half, maybe get something in game. Uh, I would lean towards taking the points here and uh, should be a good game. I'm excited for it. Uh, you know, that was a, a hell of a, a hell of a game the other night, UNC versus Duke. I really thought Duke would beat him and just couldn't put him away, but uh, I would lean here towards the dog. Yeah, when I'm looking over these stats, I, I could really see the argument for taking the points with North Carolina and just seeing what kind of weapons they have. But Will, of course, speaking of those weapons, the top one that they present is Baycott, who did get banged up in that game. Now I know he's going to be available. He's going to play. We don't know to what level, though. So that's what could be concerning a little bit with the Tar Heels. And I think what you brought up is an important thing to consider is just how crazy that game was against Duke, their arch rival and every storyline around it. And that's why I think think maybe North Carolina could get off to a slow start because of the injury and because of just how high and how much energy was exhausted in that matchup against Duke as opposed to Kansas versus Villanova. And I was looking to take a little bit of a piece on Kansas in the first half. You could either lay two or about minus 167 on the money line. Would that shock you to see North Carolina maybe be a little rough coming out of the gates for this one? No, it wouldn't shock me. I think whatever happens, we can kind of explain it away and play the results. If North Carolina comes out slow and sluggish, even if it's not because of Duke, we can all say, you know what? It's an emotional hangover. You know, their national championship was Saturday. Uh, you know, it's a little bit of a letdown, which is crazy to even suggest in a national title game. But if you go the other way with it, you could say, you know what? They rode the wave. They rode the momentum. Uh, you know, they remind me a little bit of the Bengals in terms of they just come on so hot end of the year, carried into the postseason, kind of an out of nowhere run. So uh, I think you can look at it one of two ways. And I can also think you can make the case that Kansas now they're rested, you know, they haven't been pushed, but maybe that works in their disadvantage where, you know, this has really been a soft draw. I mean, you know, following this team, it's, you know, an, an overseeded Providence team. Creighton was beat up. Miami didn't belong anywhere near the elite eight. 
And then they get Villanova, who's a hell of a team, but they're without their second best player. So it's really just been a, a perfect draw for Kansas. Uh, you know, so I think North Carolina is probably a little more battle tested. You could, you know, use that in both ways. You could say Carolina is going to be tired, or you could say, you know what, uh, they're hardened here and, and, and iron sharpens iron and, and Carolina will play well. So not really sure which way to go with it. I, I do lean towards Carolina here. Plus the points though. All right. Well, what I know is sport that you're very much so looking forward to is baseball, which begins this week. And we're also pumped here, maybe not more so on the north side, but for the south siders, the White Sox probably have a little bit more optimism than the Cubbies, but still a lot of fun to bet on everything baseball. You and I, big baseball betters. And I know you already have some futures locked in. I still got to do my research. I'm waiting to start tomorrow till we conclude with college basketball. But let's start with this Nationals perspective you've got here. So they got a low win total of 71 in the hook what angle are you approaching with washington for this season you got some work to do danny we only got a couple days in the season starts you can't <laughs> I've got start some the ideas papers. churning <laughs> you can't start the paper the night the before trigger. it's due here uh, uh i like washington under i always think you know the worst the, the worst team in a good division is a good play against uh it, it sounds obvious but when you're a bad team in a good division you have the hardest schedule because you don't get to play against yourself you know you're a bad team the braves the phillies the mets they get to play you 18 times. If you're Washington, you don't get to play yourself 18 times. All your games are harder. So uh, I just think Corbin and Strasburg are way past their prime. Their velocity has continued to drop. Strasburg's been hurt. I mean, he barely pitched last year. Uh, some of the younger guys, Cavalli and Gray, I think are going to be good. But to me, it's as simple as their older pitchers are too old. Their younger pitchers are too young. And I think it's a really good division. I think they're going to get beat up here. And, you know, they add Nelson Cruz. He's a guy they could move at the deadline. We saw him trade everybody in sight last year, uh, end of July. I think you could be looking at another kind of a rebuild year here for Washington. So uh, I like Washington under. Yeah, that's kind of a good point, honestly. And the way you said it is probably the right way to say it. It seems obvious, but when you look at a good division and the worst team in it, they tend to just completely struggle. Because you're right, you're seeing those teams the most. You don't get to play yourself, and that's going to add up to you not getting many Ws. And is this the approach then you're looking to take perhaps with the Baltimore Orioles? We've been waiting to see things turn around. This season, uh, probably not going to be that year. Yeah, I think you can save your money on the Baltimore Orioles futures tickets. Now, they're, you know, they have brighter days ahead. Some of these prospects are good. Uh, you know, that some of their position players, I think, are pretty good. But again, you're looking at a division where Tampa won 100 games. The Red Sox went to the ALCS. The Yankees are still the Yankees. And, uh, you know, Toronto might be the best team in the American League. That's 72 of your 162 games. And, you know, there's some 62 and a halfs out there. I'm seeing 61 and a half. They won, I believe, 51 last year. So to improve by 12 wins with absolutely no pitching, I saw they traded a couple of their uh, pitchers already yesterday. This is another team that will trade any sort of veteran at the deadline. Uh, to me, that's, you know, there's just no way they can improve by a dozen wins or so. That's asking a lot to me. They're, you know, mid fifties, high fifties at best. Uh, I like the under here. And I, I think we've heard book bookmakers make the point, you know, these really bad teams are the hardest teams to price in baseball. Cause it's, it's a matter of, you know, how low can you go here? And uh, I don't think they went low enough here with Baltimore. All right, Will, so like I told you, I'm procrastinating here heading into the baseball season, but I want to ask you about one team that I've been pondering what to do with, and that's the San Diego Padres. They're 17-1 to to win the World Series. I understand Tatis is going to miss a significant amount of time. They got a new head coach, or a manager, rather, saying head coach or every other sport manager for the Padres, and this team is still deep if they can get their pitching going with the studs they have. Is this a spot, because I know you talk about when or when not to bet futures. Do you think 
maybe you, you might get a better number on San Diego because of the absence of Tatis. They struggle a little bit, or is there maybe still some value there with them at 17 to 1? It's not a bad number. Uh, you know, sometimes, you know, these teams pop the year after. Remember, they were the it team last year. They trade for Darvish, they trade for Snell. They were kind of on par with the Dodgers in terms of future prices. They fell on their face, didn't even finish 500. Maybe the year after is, you know, the time to buy them. That being said, the extra round of the playoffs with the Dodgers in their division, they're probably not going to win the division. Maybe just wait to the playoffs and play them round by round because if you don't win the division, if you're not a top two seed, you got an extra round to go through. You got to play a best two out of three to get to the division. So you're looking at really four rounds of playoffs. So maybe round by round uh, is better for the Padres. If you like them, maybe just play over on the win total. And again, uh, the shortstop's a hell of a player, but he thinks he's evil Knievel. I mean, Tatis, you got to get off the motorcycle. My goodness, you're making $350 million. You can't be on motorcycles. My God. Oh, no kidding, man. Well, hey, Will, we are up against it, but why don't you let the good people know what we can look forward to on the New York City cast this week? Decent.com slash podcast. Undefeated week last week. Come on, guys. Uh, hit, hit download. Follow, subscribe. Decent.com slash podcast. New York City podcast. And, of course, check out Danny's podcast, which is excellent. The Chicago City cast. I uh, appreciate you, buddy. Thanks. My man, Will Hill, folks. Follow him on Twitter at NotTheWillHill. Once again, VEASAN.com slash podcast to get those all available. And we got a hell of a week to look forward to opening day. And, of course, it's Masters week. And if you want more insight on the Masters, you can check out VEASAN's Long Shots podcast, one of the best crews out there when it comes to handicapping golf. You got Brady Cannon, Wes Reynolds, Matt Humans. They got a breakdown of every golfer in the field, plus futures bets and specific matches. So download the Long Shots podcast right now at vsin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts available. That's vsin.com slash podcast. And while you're there, hey, make sure you catch up on every other vsin show as well. Well, coming up next, we got our guy Jeff Parles hopping on. And yes, we'll talk plenty of college basketball, his overall insight on the game, his thoughts on some props. And if we got time, we'll squeeze in a little bit of Masters with our guy Jeff, because I know it's one of his favorite events to bet, as is the College Basketball National Championship. So all of that and more coming next right here. It is Rush Hour. Hour on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. season is here and bet river sportsbook is your home for hundreds of golf betting options hit a hole in one this week with new specials on bet river sportsbook all week long place pre-tournament wagers to win money toward free bets when your favorite golfer has a birdie eagle or better so download the bet river sportsbook app or simply visit betrivers.com to take part in the biggest week of golf all year terms and conditions apply visit betrivers.com for more details all righty welcome back to rush hour here on vsin the sports betting network thank you for being with us on your college basketball championship monday and a big thanks to jeff parles for making some time a quick turnaround from jeff joining us at the end of last week giving us some winners once again when it comes to college hoops throughout march and we're looking forward to much of the same at jeff parles where you could follow him on twitter i'm sure he'll be tweeting plenty about the matchup tonight but jeff my man excited for it and uh this 
line right now at four, which is intriguing because it originally opened four in the hook, it seemed, at Bet Rivers. Now it's been steady at four. This total we see set at 151 in the hook. How are you playing this one this evening? Danny, first off, pleasure as always. And hey, look, every every uh, every once in a while, a, a blind squirrel finds a nut. We found <laughs> two on uh, found two on uh, on Saturday. Really didn't even sweat the Kansas game. Uh, just a, a dominant performance by the Jayhawks, and then what a, what a tremendous game. UNC Duke, the final time for Coach K, and Carolina has forever bragging rights. Danny, for me, if this is at four, if you can still find a four, lay it with Kansas. If you don't, if it goes to four and a half, it's probably a stay off. The Jayhawks are the better team. And I know Carolina and Torvik has been the best team in the country, according to those numbers, since their ridiculous home loss to Pitt in the middle of February. But Kansas was a one seed for a reason. And they got this, this really favored draw where that Midwest region, region on paper one through four seemed weak. And, of course, what ended up happening is the bottom of that bracket blows up. Kansas uh, destroys Miami in the second half of the Elite Eight. They really outclassed Villanova in that final four semi national semifinal. And they won't, probably, they won't be able to outclass Carolina. But I think the big difference in this game is when you've gone on a run that North Carolina has gone on. North Carolina has, I know they had the St. Peter's game mixed in there. But they beat a one seed in Baylor in a game, obviously, we know what happened there. They beat Duke in the national semifinal. They beat UCLA in a game they were losing with 90 seconds ago in the Sweet 16 against UCLA. They have beaten three really good teams so far on this run. All three of those teams, at least to me, are better than anyone that Kansas has beaten on this run to the national championship game. And I just wonder if North Carolina is going to run out of gas here especially with a team that doesn't play a lot of guys. They really play five. If, if uh, Baycott didn't get hurt in the second half, Danny, you're probably looking at five guys playing a whole second half for UNC against Duke. And I'm just wondering how much UNC has left in a tank. We saw when Kentucky did this with a similarly talented team in 2014 as an eight seed, run out of gas in the title game and lose to Shabazz Napier's UConn Huskies. I think the same thing happens here. I think it'll be Rock Chalk Championship for the Jayhawks. It'll be uh, their first since 08. I, I like Kansas. Lay the four. If you don't feel as comfortable laying a money line up to minus 190, is probably good as well. Yeah, Jeff, I I'm completely with you here. And, and I talked about that a little bit to begin the show. The paths of each respective team and the criticism of Kansas has been, well, they've had an easier schedule. But what I'm saying is, well, you get that adversity built throughout the course of the regular season, and then it comes through in the tournament. So I think at this point, the more favorable path for Kansas is going to bode well for them as opposed to North Carolina, who's really just been going through all these grueling battles. It's been so tough for them, and it's a testament to their program and their talent for sure. But like you said, how much gas do they have left in the tank, especially against one of the biggest games, if not the biggest in college basketball history on Saturday night against their rival Duke? And he got the Baycott injury. And also, like you said, Kansas is a top team for a reason, whereas North Carolina had their ups and downs. So I'm with you. I think Kansas is the right side here and would look toward them laying four. Now, aside from that, Jeff, to those points, I did want to ask you about some other angles you can look to approach this game. And I want to go over some of these props that we got tonight. And I want to start with 
The top score for Kansas, Abaji and his points prop tonight is 16 in the hook, Jeff. Over is priced fairly high, minus 143 at Bet Rivers. This tournament, he's averaging 14 points per game and has only gone over it in two out of the five games, but they have been the last two where he's gotten 21 versus Villanova, 18 versus the Hurricanes. You think he eclipses this mark once again tonight? So Abaji's had a really weird tournament up until the second half against Miami, Danny where he just wasn't involved for an All-American. It was very perplexing to see him just so uninvolved. And then they took over the game. And, well, Kansas just dominated that game at every facet in the second half against Miami. And then, of course, the three-point barrage against Villanova, six to seven from three for Abaji, the best three-point percentage ever by an individual player in a Final Four game with uh, at least five attempts from three. Uh, Danny, I don't like that, that, that price at minus 143 on the over. So this would be a stay off for me. I would probably lean that he goes over, but I don't want to lay minus 140 on over 16 and a half because I just don't have enough conviction to lay that price on going over 16 and a half for Abaji. All right, you got Caleb Love and Brady Manick both at 16 in the hook, and you're laying a steep price for each of them, minus 155. Both are getting 20 points per game this tournament and have gone over this mark in three out of five games. Any interest there? And if not, I think the one I think is a little bit more interesting, Jeff, is Manick maybe over two and a half threes because he's gone over that mark in every single game this tournament. Danny, they're going to need Brady Manick to have a big game because Manick, look, they got away with it. Manick didn't play particularly well in the national semifinal. He made a few big shots late, but before that, he really struggled uh, in that game against Duke. I would probably lean towards the, the uh, since you're both looking at minus 155 juice on overs here for Manick, I probably look, agree with you and look to the over two and a half threes. I think you're more likely to get that. Manick could have an off day and still be like three of nine from three for 14 points and something in that pocket. Uh, so I'd lean to the over threes. It's hard to take it under on Caleb Love because Caleb Love, obviously, it was the second half against UCLA where he bailed UNC out. And then he was brilliant again in the second half in the national semifinal against Duke. So it's really hard to bet Caleb Love under, even though I don't know how great of a matchup this is for Love uh, with, with the defenders that are uh, of his size for KU. Granted, I would have said that UCLA was as bad of a matchup as you could have gotten for Caleb Love. And of course, Love went nuclear in that second half against UCLA. So it's just really hard to go under on Love. And I will say, if you're holding a UNC-related MLP ticket, Caleb Love is the one that if you got it at 16-1, to 18-1, which I think was the peak of the market going into this, uh, this Final Four, uh, you, you're, you're sitting very nicely here with a Caleb Love ticket. Because unless if Manic or Baycott just has a ginormous final. It's going to be loves if UNC wins tonight. Well, speaking of Baycott, we know the injury. We don't know if he's close to 100% or how efficient he can be. And they put his points prop up, Jeff, at 14 in the hook. And the under is actually seeing some plus money at plus 115. He's averaging over 15 per game this tournament. He's gone over it in three out of the five games. Would this almost have to be an under or nothing based on the uncertainty of his availability? Yeah, I would say it's an under or pass. I would lean towards pass, Danny, just because, uh, look, McCormick's coming off the best game he's had all tournament offensively. And I wonder if if having that good of a game offensively against Villanova actually takes away from McCormick's defense in this game against UNC. Of course, the size is just so different for North Carolina than it was for Villanova. That's why McCormick had that big game. Uh, I don't want under on Baycott. Again, the concern is, 
concern is, is that ankle going to hold up? We saw it a few years ago. Tariq Owen sprained his ankle for Texas Tech against Michigan State in the national semifinal. Uh, he was able to play. He was moderately effective. He got fouls in that game against Virginia in that final. But uh, I, I, this is a tough one. I, of the ones you've listed, prop-wise, UNC-wise, I think I like that Manic over two and a half threes, even with that big juice, the best of all of them, Danny. Yeah, I'm with you there. All right, Jeff. Well, before we let you get out of here, we got a little bit less than a minute to go. I know you love betting the Masters. Who are some guys you have taken a flyer on or maybe looking forward to doing so? So I'm just going to go with this, Danny. The weather report looks like it's going to be a lot cooler than we would like for Augusta National this weekend. There's going to be some weather going in on Friday. It's going to cool it off into the 60s, the low 60s on Saturday and the mid 60s on Sunday. Last time we saw weather like this in the, in the Masters, it was, of course, the November Masters of 2020, and Dustin Johnson at the greatest tournament in the history of the Masters. So I'd be looking at DJ. If you can get 18-1, to 20-1 to 1 on DJ, uh, if you can get the 20-1 to 1 still on Kepka, who's in great form. I know he hasn't won yet in Augusta. Uh, those would be the ones on page one of most of your odd sheets that you, I would go with DJ and Kepka. And, uh, of course, a requirement for me in these major tournaments is I will be betting Louis who stays in the finish in the top 20, Danny. That is a requirement with the way that he always seemingly does well, but never has enough to win. So that's what I'm looking at for Augusta this week. And one day we'll get Jeff Parle's name on that front page of the Masters odds list because he's a <laughs> hell of a golfer, folks. And he's a great so, better and a great guy. <laughs> and a great guest. Jeff, we are up against it. Love having you on. Thank you. Best of luck. Follow him on Twitter at Jeff Parles. More college hoops coming next on Rush Hour. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think. Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the sports betting network. Want more betting insights to give you an edge? Make sure you check out VEASAN's Best Bets podcast. You can listen to daily sports betting highlights from the entire 24-7 stream of VEASAN experts tracking line moves, odds, props, wins, losses, and bad beats from sportsbooks in Vegas and across the country. So download the VEASAN Best Bets podcast right now at VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts available. But once again, that's VSIN.com slash podcast.
All righty, final segment on this Monday evening, almost championship time, and we're getting on one more guest to get his thoughts on that, and it is Adam Burke joining us, my long-lost stepbrother. Cue the graphic, folks. There we go. We got the beautiful stepbrothers picture, and hopefully we're on the same side tonight and can cash a couple bets on this Kansas and North Carolina game, Adam, because uh, I'm sweating out the Jayhawks tonight. I didn't bet them individually for this game, but I got some futures liability on them, so I'm waiting to get your your insight for this game and hopefully we can match up a little bit here yeah i mean first of all congratulations on that great ticket all it's done is build equity and you know again a lot of people here at the network felt like kansas had maybe one of the easiest draws we've seen to at least the final four and then of course you know maybe they got a little bit fortunate with villanova and the injury but i'm not sure anybody in the country was beating kansas the way that they played the other night and i don't really think north carolina is beating kansas tonight either danny so i don't know if you've hedged on that position yet or if you're letting it ride or whatever you've decided to do here but Look, Kansas in this tournament, I know they played a couple of close games against Providence and then also the game against Creighton, but you know, in that game against Providence, they were two for 15 from three in the game against Creighton. Creighton, who had been a bad three-point shooting team all year long, wound up going, I think, 13 of 28 in that game. Those were the only two close games for Kansas here in this tournament so far, and they kind of had some outliers, and three-point percentage outliers can be things that either keep a game close or create a blowout. In this case, they kept the games close for Kansas, but what I think that kind of does is sort of cloud, sort of overshadows a little bit how dominant the Jayhawks have been for the most part in this tournament. Yeah, and I know you were just asking what I'm doing with the position. So I'm in a little bit of a unique spot because not only did I have the future on Kansas, but also I stand to win a bracket if they come through. And even if they don't, it looks like I'll get second. So the second payout would be enough to hedge my initial futures bet. So that's I'm just going to let it go from that point because I'm in a unique spot with that. But if I weren't, Adam, I would probably take the money line with North Carolina. I mean, I, I for sure would at least hedge with that. I mean, you could, of course, take the four and try to get a middle. But at that point with the money line, I mean, if you're covering that number, I, I don't know what the exact spot was or what the record is, but teams who are losing or, or the underdog rather covering more often than not, they end up winning the game outright. So I'd probably just take the plus 163. But I, I think what you're saying about the paths to get here and about what we saw in specific situations are the right, uh, right way to kind of gauge it on Kansas. And, and I want to ask you this too, Adam, because we've I've asked the other guests that we've had on the show this. I mean, you're coming off such an emotional high if you're North Carolina. That was arguably, in a sense, their championship game, considering it was against their arch-rival Duke. You factor that in. You factor in Baycott's potential injury. I just think they're going to get off to a slow start. It took a little piece of Kansas on the first half, but I just still think because of all those reasons that that does give Kansas a little bit more of a benefit. I mean, look, obviously, you know, North Carolina in this tournament, they've gotten off to very good starts. They played some excellent first halves for the most part. The Baycott injury is the biggest one to me because that's a player that they really need. I mean, obviously, we've seen his prowess on the glass. He's had a couple of 20 rebound games in this tournament already. That's a guy that's critically important for this team. And it was a guy that kind of makes some things happen on offense as well by being able to clog up the middle, you know, be that post presence that teams have to worry about. His, I think his ability to play at as close to 100% as possible is very, very important for the Tar Heels tonight. I don't necessarily buy into the, you know, they just beat Duke, you know, maybe a letdown spot kind of thing. It's the national championship game. I mean, what happened a couple of days ago doesn't matter at all whatsoever. If anything, I think you could maybe look at it and say, you know, they've not really gone through too many close games here, but, you know, they kind of had to fight just to get into the tournament in some respects. They've had to play at a very high level for basically the entire second half of the season here. 
you do wonder if at some point they kind of wear down a little bit as a result of that. And maybe if we see Kansas up by 8, 10, 12 in the second half, something like that, maybe that's where it just kind of falls apart for the Tar Heels. Yeah, and, and that kind of leads into my next question in a sense, depending on what you may see heading into the second half or early in the game or late in the game, is there anything you're kind of premeditating in terms of how you might in-game this matchup? Because I know you're not necessarily in love with it pre-flop or say you do lean Kansas, but is there anything that you would maybe look to bet, say if UNC gets out to a hot start, you look to buy back on the Jayhawks or vice versa, anything in that realm? Yeah, you know, look, I think the one thing that was kind of successful for Kansas is that they played at a pretty high tempo against the Villanova team that was pretty handicapped offensively with that Justin Moore injury. I want to see what the tempo looks like for this game because North Carolina has no problem running the floor. Kansas, I feel like they had a game plan to really push the tempo against Villanova. I don't know if they have that same game plan here tonight. So I want to see what happens with the tempo in the first 10 or so minutes of this game, kind of get a feel for how it may end up going. Will it be a game where Kansas does try to push the pace a little bit? You know, also, too, look, I mean, that game against Villanova was played to 58 possessions, and they just wound up having a really good offensive show. So, you know, to me, I think it's one of those scenarios where I want to see how Kansas decides to play this game because I think they are ultimately the team that does dictate the tempo as the better team in a game def typically does. Adam Burke joining us here on Rush Hour. Remember, you can follow him on Twitter at Skating Tripods. And not only has Adam done great work handicapping college basketball, but we're looking forward to the baseball season right around the corner. And Adam played a huge part in VEASAN's Major League Baseball betting guide. Make sure you check it out at VEASAN.com. Now, Adam, we were discussing the upcoming season a little bit last week. I know you touched on the Cubs and how they may be a tad bit undervalued. Has there been any other bets or teams that maybe we didn't discuss or that you added on that you you think could be worth a play in terms of a future selection well you know Danny I don't like to bet overs up until we get very close to the season I don't like to bet overs and I don't like to bet player futures and I realize that I do lose some line equity sometimes in those situations but think about what just happened over the weekend with Jacob deGrom now out indefinitely for the New York Mets and their season win total went down from 90 and a half to 88 and a half obviously he's no longer the favorite to win the National League Cy Young these things will happen and I think to me this season, they will happen with greater frequency because you're coming off of the short season in 2020. Then you ramp back up and pitchers are throwing 175, 180 innings last year. And then now you get the expedited spring training. So I played unders early on. Guardians under, A's under, stuff like that. Now this week, as I see who's going to make it to opening day, see some of those final roster decisions and all of that, that's when I start firing on the overs, you know, Look, I was really hoping that Riley Green would make the ball club for the Tigers. Unfortunately, suffered a fractured foot, not going to make it. But Spencer Torkelson is. And this is a team where, with Detroit, I'm high on their pitching. I like their starting rotation. I like the promise that they have. I like what A.J. Hinch is able to get out of his players, much like he did down in Houston. But it was the offense that worried me for the Tigers. I wanted to see that they were going to carry Torkelson. I wanted to see how some of their younger players performed during spring training, if they were able to cut down on the strikeouts, increase their plate, plate discipline a little bit, stuff like that. Now that I've got a higher degree of confidence in who's on the roster, then I start playing the overs. Then I start looking at some of these player futures markets and all of that. So to me, I think it's really important to sort of decide, you know, do you want to go out there and try to get the line value? Or do you want to make sure that everyone's going to get to spring, get through spring training healthy? For me, I prefer to make sure that everybody's healthy, even if it may cost me a little bit in the long run.
Yeah, you know, sometimes I go back and forth on that because, like you said, you get a tremendous amount of value, but you're more so just guessing in a sense because of how long and enduring uh, specifically Major League Baseball season is with the injuries that can occur, as you also mentioned with the Mets. But in your philosophy, you get more of the security is what it is. It's not a guarantee, but it's a little bit more assurance that, hey, this team has been performing this well with this roster against these specific teams. They got a good path to potentially coming out on top of the division, setting themselves up nicely for the postseason. And no, I'm not getting as good as I could have got potentially. But again, you it, it could be a wiser investment just because you have more knowledge based around those teams. And I think a situation or a team that people are trying to kind of scavenge out for is a situation like the Giants last season. Now, of course, they fell short, but with their win total, they cruised over it, Adam. Is there been a team that you're thinking, hey, maybe this could be a squad that could be very reminiscent to what the Giants did last season? Is there a team you're waiting to see that could maybe pop up like that? Yeah, maybe not reminiscent in terms of winning 107 games, you know, and and going in, uh, you know, the unfortunate outcome of having to play the Dodgers in that wild card round. But a team, you know, and look, I look for a lot of those teams that are in the mid 70s in their win totals because I think they have a higher range of outcomes. One of them for me is the Miami Marlins, and I am on the Marlins over. I do like them for this season quite a bit. Hopefully, they get Sixto Sanchez back at some point. But to my point, over the weekend they traded for Cole Sulzer, a very good reliever from Baltimore. The bullpen was one of the areas I kind of wondered about a little bit for Miami, but now they picked up a very, very good reliever, and that strengthens their bullpen. To me, look, like I said, you want to try and get the best price possible, obviously, but baseball is such an individual sport of batter versus right. pitcher. I want that confidence. I want to know teams are getting their healthy, so that's why I like to hold off and wait a little bit. All right, good deal. Adam, appreciate it, folks. Make sure to follow him on Twitter, at Skating Tripod. Shout out to Adam and everybody else who joined us, and thank you for joining us. Enjoy the national championship game tonight. Rock Chalk Jayhawk, baby. We'll catch up again tomorrow. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 